You are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting, as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and guest special guest hosts, Joey and Sawyer Hayes. In this episode, we break down week two results, and the podcasters are shocked by the complete ineptitude of Scoop's Troop. We make our picks for week three. We break down an impactful week of waiver pickups. Sawyer's grab bag gets crazy, and the mailbag is bootylicious. Let's get into it. All right, you bunch of dorks. We're going to get into last week's matchups, where we're going to look at these one by one. And as always, end with the whooping of the week. So the first matchup we're going to look at would be Slop Nasty took on the Intoxicated All-Stars. In a good matchup, it was 247.6 Joey to 229 Jeff. And just a quick kind of observation. Looks like basically Derek Carr really threw the game for Jeff. He had seven points out of his quarterback. I mean, if he gets 20, he wins. Uh, or 22, he wins, you know, and then he gets one point out of his tight end position. So, um, Joey really had strong performances from his core team. Lamar, Barkley, Henry, Olave, Debo, all of them did their thing. And um, Slop Nasty goes out with the L. But his team's still looking strong. Uh, keep your head up, Jeff. I think you'll be fine. But Joey comes away with the win Yeah. Uh, another, like, letdown was Tyreek. I he looked all right out there. They, they they just, like, the Patriots schemed him out of the game, and he got some good catches, but they just were like, we're, we're defending him, and we're just going to let the uh, Mostert run all over us for whatever reason. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. And uh, so they didn't really need Tyreek, and I, I think that was a factor because, like, up until the, the night game, Jeff was projected to win big on Joey, even though there were, there were players left. But uh, and projections aren't everything. But like with only like three games left, it it seemed like Jeff had the wind in hand and just laid an egg. Yeah, this matchup was basically New England Giants versus Arizona Cardinals, where I, me and Joe were watching the games together. And we're like, dude, like you know, you had a shot, it, it, you fell short. Like Jeff was going to run away with it with three guys going on Monday night, and then here comes Joey Daniel Jones and just pulls away and gets the win. So uh, it's probably a heartbreaker for Jeff. Thought he was going to win by point one over over Joe. Didn't happen. Good good win on Joe. Yeah, bounce back for Lamar too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Very good. Moving on to our second matchup. The 2-0, the now 2-0 Cleveland Steamers beat Scoops Troop 246-207. to And really, Rob rode the um, – Rhoda, Devontae Smith, Mike Evans, and uh, Jerome Ford to the victory. I mean, they had 40, 43, 48 apiece. Uh, nobody else really impressed a lot much for Rob, but he didn't really need it. And so Rob takes down Jason easily, uh, nearly scoring the whooping of the week, but falls just short. Yeah, I, I, if y'all remember, I said this game was going to be the weirdest one of the week. Like, I... I I couldn't really explain why Rob was going to win, but just there were enough like random players in this matchup that 
I, th- I thought he was going to pull it. And that's what happened. Like, uh, he played a backup player on Monday that was getting nothing. <laughs> and then Chubb got that devastating injury, and then and it was all forward from it. Like, Watson wasn't going to pull it out for him. He wasn't going to do anything. Harris, like, that whole Monday night game, like, it, it sprung in action. Like, it's, it's another where, like, it looked like it was d- disappointing for Rob and the Steamers. Got a, a lucky break with uh, Chubb going out, and it, and then Ford blew up with a 70-yard run. I'm calling for an investigation. I mean, who has the foresight? I think he picked him up at, like, t- 2 o'clock in the morning, Jerome Ford, who plays behind Nick Chubb, who's arguably the best running back. It, who makes that call and then starts him? I mean, <laughs> call for an investigation. I, I, I tell you what, I, I don't call for it. If you were anybody else, I might call for an investigation. But okay, I wonder why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the guy has, has proven over the years to, uh, you know, to possess that ability to, uh, to see ahead. And Man, I didn't see Matt Burita in anybody's lineup. No. Yeah. And for good reason. Right. Well, Jerome Ford. Yeah. All right, Rob's two and zero. So we move on. We got the next matchup featured. The team Purple Bleeders beating Victoria's Secret, dropping Victoria's Secret to 0-2, uh, 254-242. And, man, I mean, Kirk Cousins continues to impress with Justin Jefferson for, for Lance. You know, Hawkinson had a huge game. So, Minnesota really – I mean, Minnesota, that Minnesota game really won the week for, for Lance. I mean, that's going to happen some uh, with, with those three players. But um, – in this match, it proved to be too much. Although Victoria's Secret put up a good fight, she had some strong performances as well. George Pickens putting up 42 has got to be encouraging for her in a flex role. Um, if he can do anything close to that consistently, she's really going to, I think, see an uptick and start seeing some wins. But, uh, yeah, guys, what do you think? Yeah, like, close game. This is a heartbreaking loss for mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret. And this is I think this is a win she really needed. Yeah. Like – She's dealing with this week coming up. Like Chubb's done for the year. Waddle has concussion. Probably isn't playing him. Looking like Burrow is fifty-fifty. This like it's it would feel a lot easier going next week one and one than going zero and two and then having all these injuries. And the the game was at hand. Like that Pickens, if Chubb hadn't gone on, that Pickens touchdown would have ended the game immediately. So I, it's, it's tough. Uh, we'll see how she bounces back next week. Uh, team just needs to get healthy. Well, yeah, she plays me this week, so uh, that's rough. Oh, well. Yeah, that's that's rough. But I will say, I witnessed the magic of fantasy football while on Sunday, where her co-manager was down and out on Burrow and Higgins. They weren't doing anything, and then you know, next thing you know, Joe Burrow's tossing a couple of little passes to T. Higgins, and then it became a touchdown, and then it became another touchdown. You saw him light up a little bit. It was it was amazing to see, but it was a devastating loss in the fact that she almost pulled it out. Like, she was down 120-something-odd points going in to so, Sunday. Th- yeah, Thursday. Uh, yeah, down from Thursday. And, like, and here it was. We were talking about, like, look, her player, none of her players had played – and all she really needed was just one of her players to finish, and it didn't, and she lost them for the year. So it definitely a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, and I, I, I have to double check. Let me see. The Lance is probably the highest scoring 
team right now. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, like a big win against the the biggest performer of the week would have been huge. But uh, I, I think there's brighter days to come with, with Victoria's Secret. Uh, so I'd say for both teams. Yeah, I, I just – I think another encouraging thing for Amanda is James Cook went off for 38. And uh, there's been – he's kind of a polarizing player. You either like him or don't seem like. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be like this most – he's going to be kind of up and down. I yeah. think he's going to have really strong weeks and he's going to have bad weeks. But uh, So he's, she's got that. But she also has Brees Hall on the bench who uh, only had one point. He's still, I guess, nursing that injury a little bit. And they played Dallas. And they did play Dallas. Bad matchup. Uh, so yeah. I do like Brees Hall. She can plug him in for Chubb, and that, that should be okay. I'd expect uh, more out of Elijah Moore, too, with Chubb going down. Yeah. He's uh, kind of a Debo Samuels. Yeah, Cleveland's had a tough opening schedule, too. I yeah. Think. I, yeah, I think you're right. They're going to be throwing a lot more now. So this may be not a total loss. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. We got Fairwood of Hope. Now sitting at 2-0, taking on the Houdinis. John takes care of business, 239-206. And uh, did so on the backs of C.D. Lamb and Raheem Mostert, who went nuts, as Levi mentioned earlier. John gets nice games from everyone else and puts up 239 points enough to win. Trevor Lawrence really uh, was stymied by Kansas City's defense. And uh, Kevin Ridley had a bad game there. So that, that stack didn't work out well, which kind of hurt Derek. And then, I mean, he got a nice game from Herbert, but nobody else really, other than McCaffrey, which you expect, really uh, did a whole lot. Um, so <clears throat> so Derek goes to 1-1, one and, one, and John is now 2-0, and oh, and he's already looking at 3-0, okay, apparently. Listen he's eyeing it, yeah. Yeah, he's a little, getting a little cocky. Yeah, yeah John's, John's team's turning into maybe a, a you know early powerhouse. Um, mm. Hopefully, you can keep that that rolling for weeks to come. Uh, yeah, John. Like, despite having Richardson out, I think he's one of the more healthy teams in the league so far. Doesn't have any big injuries yet. So, and uh, he's gotten good performances from wide receivers. I think Pittman's been a big boon for him like I don't think many people expected much from Pittman and he's been looking like he beginning of the year was like a wide receiver three now he's maybe a two so if he can keep those those players going we'll we'll see uh, John in the playoffs I think the more important thing is Pittman hasn't been a bust like I was kind of nervous that you know was Richardson going to be able to throw Uh, but when it comes to this game I was kind of nervous when Brian Robinson went off you know, Derek kept it close the whole time. Uh, then my man, Raheem Mostert, amazing game. I loved every second of that game. And, and there's no team I like beating more than Derek, and I was happy to do it. But, I mean, it could have been a whooping. I will say that with Anthony Richardson having two touchdowns in the first quarter, uh, him going out, and uh, I think he's missing this week, coming week as well. But a uh, good game, Derek. Uh, I loved it. I love beating you. Well, you should. You're six and two against Derek all time. So Woo! Look out, Derek. You're getting John owns you, bro. Mm. All right, so that is the first four matchups. Stay tuned for the whooping of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. Levi and Brad. Sorry, Brad, you got whoop. <laughs> oh, Sawyer, indeed I did. Indeed I did. But here is where 
I've got some things to say, and uh, I'm, I'm talking to my team and my players. Justin sure. Fields, that Justin Fields and Jamar Chase are killing me. Yeah, right. Killing me. Justin Fields, 18 points. Uh, Chase, 11. You know, I mean, I get solid production on my running backs. Uh, my receivers, eh. no, my receivers stunk. Uh, Daniel Jones gets me 45, most of that in the second half. So if it wasn't for that, I'd have probably had 150 points. Um, yeah, I got whooped. I, I, but you know what? It was I started 0-2 last year. I'm starting 0-2 this year. For, as far as I look at it, the way I see it, that's a good omen. Yeah, take Because I made the playoffs last year. But Levi's team did well. I mean, Keenan Allen explodes for 44. Tyler Lockett had a nice game. Connor, Patrick Mahomes did his thing. So, um you know, I, I'm not happy with the whooping. That's my second whooping in a row. But I'm a man. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, and I'll move on. And from the rest of the year, it's on. I appreciate that, Brad, for taking your whooping and taking <laughs> licks, taking them good. You know, it's it's a little bit different last year. I mean, you already have Kenneth Walker on your team, so you can't pick him up again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know how that's going to work. But... Uh, yeah, this definitely could have gotten worse. I, I wouldn't say this is a big whooping. Like, if Daniel Jones had – if the Cardinals hadn't forgot – remembered that they were trying to get the first pick, then uh, this could have been a, you know, 80-point uh, whooping. But, you know, I, I'll take it. I'll take the win. I'll take the whooping. Uh, I'm going for that golden paddle this year. Uh, yeah, like, I, I – I kind of feel like you could tell there's a little bit of frustration from Rob and the Alliance. Uh, <laughs> yep. You know, yep. He, Rob's doing his job. He's pulling the weight in the Alliance, uh, and like he's he's gunning for that award this year. And Brad's got to pick up the slack. Yeah, and he's definitely he's zero uh, and two versus the podcasters. Oh wow! And he's been whooped <laughs> by both the podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's like podcaster on podcast. Yeah, is there anything you want to say about last week with your whooping to Brad? Uh, I did. You did? And we, you didn't get to, to his face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he wasn't here. Well, here's my here's my face. Yeah. What that's, you got? That's why he wasn't here. Here's my face. Which I did say in that moment. When I looked across, I was like, hey, Brad. But a tough way to start. I feel like this year is a little different than last year. You get whooped twice, yeah. which is a, a damning stat. Well, wait a minute. You just said uh, before the off air that I really didn't get whooped. That it was well, should we really count that? It really wasn't a whooping. You're right. It was a mild whoa, 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 whoa. loss. Well, let's finish that thought. So the, when I said oh. that, what did you do? What do you mean? What did I do? No, no, no. whoopings are whoopings. I, that's whoopings right. Whoopings are whoopings. That's right, and that's why so I took it. Your argument is that's moved. why I took it yeah. straight up. Yeah. You took it. You don't get to just take it. You I given. did. It was given to you, and I received twice. it. Right. I suffered well. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. Stop yeah. arguing. We're not going to stop arguing. Everybody because up your own mind. Hey, what Brad's doing right now. Hey, what Brad's doing right now like is calling is calling you out, and stop. you don't have to like it. Calling you out. You got whooped twice. You said last week was not a real whooping. And you then, said it. And then you said a whooping is a whooping. I said, okay. And I agreed with you all. Oh, then you agreed. I did. Yeah. Levi, true or false? I agree. Don't bring Levi into this. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, all right. I'll, I'll say that 
John wanted more something more rare, and we reminded him there were three hundred bombs. And then he was like, "Cool, yeah, oh yeah, that's right." Now he didn't like that either. He don't. Uh. He's just a grumpy old man. He don't like any of it. He's two and zero though. Congratulations, and you got a whooping on your belt. But uh, you know, that's, don't get too happy. That's taking it like a man. Don't get too happy. That's taking it like a man. Wow. You admit all your defeat and hey, you take it. Guess what? We play again. I know we do. All right. Yeah. Well, bring it on. Strap them up. All right. <laughs> Whooping of the week is over. All right, we're back and uh, let's go over the Fab report uh, and see what kind of interesting offers. I mean, the big pickup isn't here in this league because Rob already picked up. Uh, with Jerome Ford. Ford, Jerome Ford. Yeah, and I got Cream Hunt, Cream Hunt, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Nobody so, else wants to admit that, but I right, recognize. Quick it. question: Glad you brought it up. Uh, who made the better pickup? That's yet to be determined. I had to guess today, Levi. Who made the better pickup? Ford. So yeah. I, I'd say that. I mean, Rob's already got the points. Like you yeah. said, you got the win, so that's already win. more value. Uh, so I, I think it's Ford, but I think there's value in both. Um, and no one, neither one of you spent a dime. I don't think you paid for, for Hunter or anything. So that's that's interesting. I, I, I have other leagues where people dumped their entire fab for uh, Jerome Ford. Yeah. But uh, the highest bidder this week uh, goes to Jeff Slot Nasty. They he spent one hundred fourteen dollars for Hunter Henry, dropping uh, Pat Fryer, which has been like a huge disappointment. So not really his fault. It's the Steelers offense, so I, I don't blame him. Uh, yeah, it's a, he got Hunter Henry. Uh, there were some other bidders. Houdini's it bid Hunter 50. Henry and Scoop Troops each did, did fifty four and twenty two. My only problem with this pickup is the amount of money that he that he my fab he spent it, on him. I feel like he could have got him for half of that or almost half of that, but. Uh, yeah, he wanted him. So went and got ahead of him. He, you know, he wanted him. Not wrong with it. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, we, Hunter Henry's the top, the number two tight end right now at the moment. I'm, I'm sure that'll yeah. change, but like he's been probably one of the more consistent tight ends so far. Yeah. We'll see if that's actually matchup or like him being like a lot better than he was in years before. Uh, next, uh, Scoop Troops picked up Jordan Love uh, for hundred three dollars. Uh, and beat out Joey uh, two dollars, who bid one hundred one. It's a little disappointing. I'm sure Joe's upset. Uh, doesn't have a good matchup this week, but I guess that's more of a long term uh, answer. Uh, a little surprise, a little surprising. I, I guess uh, Brad can have more insight. But we've heard a lot of trade rumors. You're trying to get rid of Jordan Love, and I guess just unsuccessful. You just had to make a move from him. Yeah, so I, I drafted four quarterbacks, and I quickly realized that that's not going to be sustainable throughout the season. And so I sent out some feelers for Jordan Love, and yeah, didn't get any uh, anybody to bite. So he, I had to end up dropping him because I needed more running back depth. So you know, it's it is what it is. I mean, Jordan Love started out much better than I think most people you know would have thought that he would have, and uh, I think he has you know good potential. To be a starting quarterback uh, in fantasy. Yeah, uh, and then also Jeff made a fifty-six dollar bet on Jordan Love. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like yeah, I think that's it for, the, for Jordan Love. Yeah. I, I, 
thought there'd be more bites for him because he's been pretty successful so far. He was worth the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, next, uh, Houdini's pick up Josh Reynolds, fifty-six dollars. Dropping Tyler Boyd. It's interesting. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I wonder if Tyler Boyd's going to get picked up. Uh, he's kind of filled in that Detroit role uh, as the number two wide receiver. Yeah, he's had a lot of targets. Uh, I don't think a lot of people expected him. To, I think there was. Uh, more going to be to the running backs, I think. But now Josh Reynolds has emerged. Only got him for $56. Um, this is a guy I would watch for. I, I wonder if he's going to be there at the end of the year. Like, they're, they may – I think Gibbs is going to get a lot, of tar- a lot more targets well, as it goes. Well, that and when Jamison Williams comes back. Oh, yeah. I think after week six he's back or yeah, seven. I think he's out like six weeks and then back. Yeah, he's seven. elite. So that I, Josh Reynolds will probably be a nice play for the next three weeks or so. Yeah, you know. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Uh, Lance bid on Josh Reynolds for twenty eight dollars. Uh, have more feelers for it. That's really it. Uh, next, uh, Victoria's Secret making their first pickup of the of the year. Tank Dell. Yeah. For fifty five, I like this one. This is the guy that um, I think he's only going to get better. Yep. Uh, and dropping Cole Komet, who I, I, it's it's hard to, to buy into the Bears' offense right now. So I I understand dropping uh, your backup tight end uh, for somebody that could be like a league winner, a league winner if he. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I I see I see this Houston receiver receiving core is similar to the Rams. Where you had a couple guys, uh, Nakua and um, Atwell, kind of kind of step up for the Rams, and now you got Tank Dell and Nico Collins, both are start worthy. I'd yeah. uh, CJ Stroud's been good. He's a rookie, so he's going to have his down games, but I think this is a good pickup. I really like Tank Dell, and a lot I've loved Nico Collins. He gets a ton of targets, and so the Houston receiving core I think is better than than we expected, is along with the Rams. I mean, when Cooper Cup went down, I mean, who was picking up any Ram receiver? Yeah. You know, mate, and Van Jefferson was kind of a guy I talked about, but he's been relegated because Nakua and Atwell have kind of passed him up. So, yeah, um, yeah I think there, I think Tankdale's a good pickup, and he, I think you're right. I mean, Levi could be a nice flex play for the rest of the season. Yeah, and and even better, like she, uh, me, and uh, Scoop Scoops uh, made bids fifty three dollars, so she was only she. Uh, cut us out two dollars more. So excellent pickup. Yep. Uh, the next, uh, see, next uh, I picked up uh, Jaden Reed. Uh, this is another like lottery ticket in my in my opinion. Just like I need looking picking up players that could be good down the road. I uh, I don't think anybody else bid on them. So lost out on the money there, but I'm happy to have them as a you know end-of-the-year potential sure. uh, blow. It, it, and with Watson not being healthy, I think he's going to be – and he's proven that he can be better than – like have a better game than Dobbs. So I, yeah, I think just everything hinges on if Watson comes back and he's healthy. Yeah. What happens to yeah. you know, Jaden Reed? Watson's the alpha there. Yeah. yeah. But I do like Jaden Reed. He's a kind of a slot, a slot speedster. Uh, catch get, Gets a lot of targets, can, can definitely break one. So he's a – I think he'll be a fantasy-relevant player for years to come. Yeah. Uh, so next, uh, J- 
we uh, picked up Kendra Miller, uh, $50. Uh, drop in Tyler Higby. Uh, and just to add, then he picked up Zach Ertz, dropping Kyle Pitts. So uh, Joey picked, uh, dropped his two tight ends to pick up Zach Ertz and Kendra Miller. Uh, I, I get it with the, the tight ends. They, both of those players have been super frustrating. A lot of us could have uh, told Joey that about Kyle Pitts before the draft. I did tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I did. But, uh, I'm sure I told everybody. You did. Um, so I, I think the drops are more interesting than the pickups. Although Zach Ertz, I think, could be a good uh, – they play the Cowboys this week, so I don't know. Maybe it's a uh, – I'm sure he'll get the targets. I don't know if he'll get the catches. Um and then Miller is just a good play down the road. Uh, like a rookie, uh, I think uh, he, uh, he could emerge this week without uh, uh, Camaro. Like, yeah. uh, like this is kind of his like initiation or like his audition yeah. for the, for yeah, the rest. Of it. We'll see how he does the, this game, and then he may eat into Camara when he comes back. Like I feel like if I'm Joey, I wish Camaro was suspended a couple more games to yeah. let this you know guy come in and see if he can well, do anything with what he's got. Well, I mentioned on our first podcast uh, this name, Kendrick Miller, and I the reason why I do it is because I watched him play at Kansas State in college. I picked him up in some DraftKings in college, and he is just explosive. I mean, he had he had many 200 yard games. Uh, I, he's a little undersized, but he is. He is explosive, so I, I like the pickup. I don't know that that's going to work out. How long is Jamal Williams out? Uh, I think he's at least, questionable. At least the game. He's not playing this. No, week. he's not playing this week. Okay, so that yeah. So Kendrick Miller, be interesting to see what he does this week. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, next, uh, Victoria's Secret. Amanda picked up uh, Desmond Ritter. Trash. Uh, I think uh, I, I understand that trying I to get the depth. I don't. I feel like she should have spent more money on Jordan Love to try to get him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just shows you there's just not much out there in the court. Yeah, well, he's a starter. That. I think he could. You could get some. Everybody. He's got a good matchup against the Lions this week, and I, I think there might be some other options uh, if you want to start a quarterback other than him. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I understand, but it's just. She dropped Nick Chubb, pick up a player, see what happens. Right, yeah. Uh, next, uh, Brad, you picked up Ty Chandler, which uh, didn't work out for you. Uh, didn't work out for me? <laughs> Why? It's Cam Akers got traded to the Vikings. Oh, he did. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well. It's 31 bucks. But, well, yeah. and it's Cam Akers. Like, what do you think? He's Derrick Henry or something? I mean, well, I, look, I, Cam Akers hasn't played a full season since he's been in the league. I mean, I'm not scared by him. I think Ty, Alexander Madison's been a disappointment. And he's just not explosive. He's slow. He's not quick. He doesn't have great burst. And he's good running between the tackles. But I liked uh, I like the rookie time. I mean, look, I mean, it's it's a lottery ticket, like you said. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's been Thirty-one dollars. You know, it, it just didn't. I think it's already not. It just tells me that they traded for Cam Akers. Right. That's so, exactly. like, what does that mean about Ty Chandler? Right. They don't trust him. Like, because uh, what Madison, does it say about Madison? Madison. No, yeah. It <laughs> I mean, tells, it tells that's me the real story. Because well, it, it may I mean, tell you more about the depths. Like, yeah, Alexander Madison has proven stats when 
uh, Cook was out. So, like, there's evidence that he can be good. I'm ner- I have Alexander Madison, and him getting them getting Cam Akers makes me nervous. Now I gotta deal with the question mark every week. I, look, so, the NFL has changed. The, the teams now stack up the running back room. Didn't used to be that way. Uh, because now you've got special, you got pass catching backs, you got back goal line backs, you got. It's almost like baseball or you know relief pitchers and all this other stuff. There's just there's just more players that are being thrown in the mix, and um, you know we'll see who comes out on top on that one. But I, I don't know that I like any one of them to yeah, come out on top. Kinda, like I, kinda, it's going to be a committee. Like I feel like it, it may be worse having Madison than Chandler in this trade. Like, You're right because you, you can't drop yeah. That's what's nice. And, yeah. you know, $31, it's not even a percentage point yeah. of yeah. Uh, yeah. Brad's fab. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about it. So, uh, yeah, just, unfortunately, yeah, I didn't even think that – I we, I didn't see that Akers was going to trade about it, and I didn't think he was – like, I, I didn't see any teams wanting him, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. many teams all had an offer on him. This segment was paid for by Lance Frick. Yes, I spent way too much time talking about Minnesota's running situation. Well, I mean, well, look at Cam Akers again, though. I mean, look at the Rams, right? So they got Kyron Williams was the second year running back, I think, and they're done with Cam Akers. Like they're just it's that's the vibe I got. They were like, I'm, "We're just done with you." Like he's been yeah, so up and down. I got last year, but he finished the season like I know, but but that's the thing. Like, like, but he's so up and down. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're I don't trust Madison. Him. I just think it was maybe it was a signal to Madison. Like, hey, we're yeah. we're not stuck with you. I think they see what Madison I, is. Yeah, maybe. I think, I think it's not over for Madison. He no. can still have chances, but it's kind of like it's it's red alert for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red alert. For we'll me. see how we'll, we'll see how he does this yeah. week. How he yeah. responds. Uh, he's got a good matchup. Right. That's and, he's had a tough matchup. And he's and Cam Akers is probably not. Yeah, I playing. think they say he's going to be in. He's that. probably not playing, or maybe he's an emergency running back. So if Madison has a good game, then maybe that changes. Well, things. we also have to think about this too. Minnesota has played very well their first two games. Yeah, they put up a bunch of points both games. They're not going to do that every week, right? So I mean, he's not going to get the opportunities necessarily that he gets every week. I mean, Cousins is quarterback two on the season. You know, I mean, does that affect the running backs? Well, yeah, because it keeps he keeps the sticks moving and he keeps the offense on the field. So there's more opportunities for the running backs. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to overreact on any of this because it's too early. But it's interesting yeah. to talk about. Yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be watching and thankful that I don't have any of them. Right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, Todd Chandler's on my bench. You know. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, all right, moving moving on. We've talked enough about yeah. Minnesota. Welcome, Lance. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on, another pickup from Victoria's Secret, picking up the Chiefs for $25. Uh, I made a bid on the Chiefs. I think I was the only one. I, I thought I was going to get it with the $12 pool, and she outbid me again. And I love the matchup, but, you know, <laughs> the Bears, like, they, they looked awful last week. And then the Chiefs have been, like, low-key, really good defense. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they held Trevor Lawrence to – how many points was it? Like six, six or nine? Nah, it was eleven. Eleven, eleven points. Mm-hmm. And then now they're playing a, a, this Bears offense that uh, is discombobulated. I, so I, I'm I'm regretting not spending more on the Chiefs because I, I think they have a good matchup next week too, which I, that's what I love about picking up, paying for defenses. 
I think they play the Jets the week after. So like, oh, yeah. like you, <laughs> you get to keep that play, and then the Chiefs might be you know top team ten defense yeah, going they forward. Were, they were last year. I mean. Yeah, they were. So I, uh, I have to say uh, kudos to. So I two two kudos to Victoria's Secret. One probably not the best thing. Was uh, um, uh, then Brad picked up Patriots, dropping the Giants. Good good move because I saw bad the Giants defense last night. <laughs> I mean, God, I was say that. I told this to Brad. Mm-hmm. He picked up the defense that, that played the team. They got forty to nothing. That was Dallas. Right, but then you go up against who they played. Was it Arizona? Arizona. Arizona. Right, but your thought process is this defense was good enough to stop Dallas. And it wasn't. Yeah. No, I didn't play I didn't play the Giants against Dallas. What I'm saying is that you you seen what their defense was capable of doing. I just played the matchup. That's it. Dallas was good. There's no overcomplicate. I, I played the matchup. It was funny. I yeah. They, they, they'll never pick a Giants up again. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of matchup. I won't pick them up. I yeah. won't. <laughs> Negative two against the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeesh. Like, uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it. The only other pickup uh, the <clears throat> next day. Oh, you got to say it. Uh, the next day. Mm, you got to say Derek it. picked up Kyle Pitts. <laughs> you what a sucker. <laughs> uh, so, wait, 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 yeah. What did he pay? <laughs> Let's see. I hope we paid $200. Uh, he paid a dollar. I know. Oh, $100. well. A drop in Joku. Way too much. Dropped in Joku? Dropped in Joku if anybody wants them. Man. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say thank you, Joey, for yeah. for that. Uh, for that fun. But good. the thing is, like, he, Derek's playing against me, so... Pitts is going for a million. But, but you know, man, this is how the tight end position is. If you don't have Kelsey or Andrews, this is what you're left with. Yeah. You're picking up guys like Pitts and flipping no, Schultz and no, some no, of these I, others. I think Pitts is a grenade, to be honest. Like, yeah, he is. <laughs> he is a trap. But, you know, it is a good matchup. I, th- I don't think Detroit's defense is that good. And, but, like, I, I, it, there, might be, there might be a touchdown. And maybe and that's he might like, get it. Yeah, like there, maybe. And that's I think that's what Derek is hoping for, just like a just a touchdown just and a couple me, catches. Just give me ten, and yeah. maybe that's all he needs. But uh, we, <laughs> it's it's funny. Like, like I've you know I've Joey's talked to me a bunch about his team. The main thing, his main complaint, Kyle Pitts, he sucks. <laughs> he hates Mike Evans, and, Ronald Jones, and now Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Add him to the list. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald Jones is awesome. I I can't believe Dallas cut him. Yeah. Yeah. They must have a Well, like one of those three deserves to be hated as much. Yeah, Ronald Jones does not deserve to be hated. He's one that does not need to be hated. No. Yeah. Ronald Jones. RJ. RJ. All right. Good segment. All right, nerds. Let's get into this week's matchups. Starting with Black Sunday, sitting at 0-2, taking on Slop Nasty, 1-1. Brad is 4, I am 4-3 and all-time versus Jeff. And this matchup's interesting. Uh, I am not buying his 242.5 projection, uh, mainly because I'm not buying Kyron Williams. 
And uh, he's projected 33.5 points. So I guess ESPN thinks he's uh, the second coming of Walter Payton. Uh, but I'm not buying that. And so I'm going to say he doesn't sniff 33.5 points. And, uh, I mean, look, he's got a nice lineup. He does have uh, Deontay Johnson out. Um but he's got Gabe Davis. Uh, I think more than that, though, this is a bounce be- a bounce back week for me. Like, I mean, come on, Justin Fields. You, I mean, every week he's been projected 31, 32, 33, and he's gotten 16, 18. Yeah, he's got to step up. Jamar Chase, same thing. You know, um, I sat Amari Cooper last week, and he ended up playing. They were saying he probably wasn't going to play, and he played. So, just some bad – I got Aaron Jones back this week, too. So, And I'm putting Russell Wilson in my lineup uh, and Daniel Jones, who only got me, who only got six points on my bench. Uh, so, I like me in this matchup, and I like it big. Ignore the projection. Uh, I, I, think the, I think you're right. The projection's a little off. I mean, 33 for Kyron Williams. B. John's under 30. I think maybe swap that. <laughs> Uh, like uh, I, I'll just I'll just go ahead and rip the bandaid. I think I think Jeff's winning pretty easily, and it's not not to knock Brad's team, although he's zero two. No, it's to knock my team. Whoopings. Uh, there he's got so many bad matchups this week. Um, like, and he's got to play players that are talented but haven't shown anything. Like John Dotson hasn't done anything. Uh, no, sure hadn't. Uh, Chase hasn't really done anything. A- and Burrow, I-, I I expect Chase to get get right at some point, but Burrow might not play this week. I don't know if that's gonna this gonna that's gonna hinder his points. Uh, Fields against uh, Kansas City. Kansas we talked about it earlier. Kansas City's defense has been great this year. The only good matchup he has is Mark Cooper against Tennessee. Uh, and the Patriots D. Against the Jets, and then I, I and like I, I'm, I'm just going to be reserved. I'm going to wait for Brad to break 200, and and then maybe I'll pick him. All right, fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going with the slop nasty here. <laughs> this might be the whooping of the week, and it might be a real whooping, an authentic whooping. And I'll take Kyron Williams' uh, projection 33 points and above. I mean, he had. 52 right. yards rushing and 48 yards receiving against San Francisco. Okay. So he has four touchdowns. Right, that's in the fair. Season. 20 Thanks. bucks. 20 bucks on the table. Over bucks. under. You taking the over, I'm taking the under. Okay. 20 bucks. All right. All right. There we go. 33. Lots of points. Put on the board. For a turd running back. Turd. He has four touchdowns. I don't care. Games. He's a turd. He's not a turd. Yeah, he is. He sucks. <laughs> All right. I got to chime in here. I'm just going to say. Tony Pollard against Arizona. <laughs> Tony Tony Pollard probably gets sixty points. Bijan against Detroit. So, Drake <laughs> Hill versus Denver. I mean, yeah. DK, you know, be Denver's a Denver's Gabe okay. Davis, Washington. Well, go ahead and pick Jeff. I did. Okay. What take else it, you got to say take about it? Like a man. <laughs> no, I mean, take it like a man. I mean, we're spending like forty minutes on my match. I said like two things. You suck, man. All right. Guys, you, you guys are gonna have to start doing better. You're this is getting kidding. no. This you is getting suck. bad. I mean, the analysis is is trash. It's bad. I'm, I'm more. I mean, C for Brad you, to break two hundred. All right. That's, that, I, break look, 200 I, 
Mm. I can do, I can deal with that. No, all right. You can't deal with none of it. I'm dealing with all of it. Bring it on. Yeah. All right, next matchup. We've got the intoxicated All-Stars taking on the Scoops Troop. Joey and Jason are both sitting at one and one. Joey had a nice start with Debo Samuel on Thursday night, dropping 40. And I really like that as a catalyst to uh, springboard Joey into the win here. Uh, I'm... I really like Lamar Jackson's bounce back last week. Um, I don't know that I love Joshua Kelly here, but he's playing against Minnesota. That could be – he could still get some nice value there. Um, but, yeah, just across the board, I, li- I think I like Joey's lineup a little better. Um, so, yeah, give me Joey here. Yeah, uh, I like Joe. Uh, mainly uh, Jason's team is yet to get healthy. I'm seeing – Four players on the bench that are projected as zero. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, almost hard. Oh, this team's terrible. It's, it's, it's so bad. It's bit, yeah, that's a uh, not not healthy. I, he's. I like the CJ Stroud play. That's working out for him. I think that's I don't good. But I think I think Joey has the matchups, and I don't think Jason yeah. has the. Uh, the Jimmy and Joes, the Jimmys and Joes for this. Jimmys and Joes. I'll tell you what. You said you don't hate it, but I'll tell you what I do hate is Rashid Shahid and to take some hill in the line, in the starting lineup. Yeah. I don't hate that. I, I hate it. Hate I, that's hill, awful. I don't hate it. Okay. Now, I, it's your like, turn. Go ahead. Like I'm going to take Joe here, but what I like about Jason's chances is that it's just, it's a weird experiment. He's got an unproven Jamar Gibbs who doesn't have David Montgomery and A.J. Dillon with a banged up uh, Jones. <coughs> Devontae Adams is good. I'd keep an eye on Chris Godwin against Philly. He might have a big night. I'm not big on Rashid Shaheed. Taysom Hill, I mean, that guy stayed the number four tight end the whole year based off like two games. He can he can be lethal. But you got to pick those two games. Right, it, but he's making the attempt. I, I applaud it. I mean, he's he's kind of, like you said, he has four players that cannot be put in a starting lineup this week on his bench. And he can't put Cam Akers in because he's probably not going to be active. So, and he's got Jerry Judy coming off, who's been gippy, just came off an injury last week. Yeah. And C.J. Stroud, I mean, this rookie may make a statement here. Who knows? And he's got Dallas' D, who's already scored 50. That, so, I'm taking That's where I was going. Joe, but Jason has the team – that can beat you on, on, a, on a when the circumstances are, are right. Yeah. Yeah. Jason's best player is the Cowboys defense. Enough said. All right, moving on. Uh, Lance. Joey, Joey's taking himself, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey's taking himself, as he should. All right. So next matchup, we've got the Purple Bleeders sitting at one and one, taking on Cleveland Steamers, two and zero. Oh. Lance had a start. On Thursday night with Brock Purdy, gets in 29. Nice game there. Um, And, of course, he's got the Cousins Jefferson stack. They're playing the Chargers. I mean, could Lance put up another 250-plus here? I think so. But I think Rob's going to outdo him. I really do. Jerome Ford, I know Hunt just got signed, but Ford's probably going to lead the backfield there, at least until Hunt gets his feet underneath him. Uh Devontae Smith and Mike Evans are uh, 
last week put up huge numbers. Could do the same again. I don't know. I'm going to take Rob in a close one in this one. Uh, I like Lance. Uh, I think the critical matchups are the quarterback matchups here. Kirk being, uh, I think you said that he's the number two quarterback right now. So. Uh, he's got a great matchup against the Chargers. Uh, Purdy already played last night, got 29, which is that's what uh, that's great yeah. <laughs> for Purdy. It's gonna at least equalize. I think the quarterback matchups will be even because Watson has a great matchup against Tennessee. Uh, uh, their secondary sucks, so that that just eliminates those quarterbacks. And then I'm looking at Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs against the Pittsburgh's horrible run defense. Mm. Uh, Amon Ra has uh, been good. It's Atlanta, man, I don't Nico know. He Collins. does have some good matchups. I, I, <laughs> I think, and then with Rob, uh, yeah, there's some Rob. iffy ones. There's some iffy matchups. Uh, so I, I think I like Lance. I although it's always a weird one with the steamers. You, they'll the there'll always be one random person in there that gets an insane score or something. So, but I, I'll take Lance. Yeah, this is this is not weird. This is Lance. It's an easy pick, but Brad is like one of those World War II pilots that has their baby doll on their uh, tachometer in the plane and looks down at Rob and he, you know what I'm talking about in the movies. They're doing it, trying to get home to their woman. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I think so. Always have the girl in their wallet. This is what Brad okay. just did. He ignored everything on the left side, which is Lance's team and all their matchups. And then he looked at just looked at Rob's team, and he looked at a Devonta Smith who's questionable. Then he looked at Mike Evans, who may who, he's playing against Philly, who may or may not be good. Najee Harris is on Rob's team, and it's starting. Miles Sanders, what has he done? Jerome Ford is playing against the number one rush defense in the league. His his big gambit that he took with Jerome Ford, this, which I think is an illegal move. I don't know what he did. Why he picked him up at 2 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Playing behind the best running back. It convinced me that that was a legitimate play. Rob is a Cleveland Browns fan. He knows his team. He, knows his team. he does. He knows his team. Right. A cold so what do you think, Joe? No, he's a Browns fan. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. I think John hit the nail on the head like, Rob's running backs are awful, and yes. he, and his best one was picked up on a fluke. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, sorry, dude, but good luck with well, that. The next three weeks, Jerome Ford's not doing anything. Yeah, and now Nothing. they got Hunt. So, and Hunt's gonna start eating. Him Man, that's a hot take. All right, All he right. had forty last week. He's gonna get zero this week. All right, I, that sounds like an idiot take, but you know what? You're allowed to have it. America. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next uh, matchup, we've got the Houdinis taking on It's What's Plants Crave. They're both sitting at one and one. Derek had uh, one player on Thursday night. Christian McCaffrey basically gets his projection, 35 points. Uh, so, you know, that's not going to hurt Levi too much. That's about what you're going to expect from McCaffrey. If he's healthy, he's going to get 30-plus every week. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking about this one, and I'm looking at who did I even pick? Okay, so I picked Levi here. So um, I do like Levi's lineup this this week. He's got Mahomes against the bad Bears defense, and they're just, they're just going through controversy and turmoil right now there. Um, mixing against the Rams, good matchup. I'm not a big fan of Connor there against Dallas. But, I mean, I think he's got better match. Uh, Kelsey, that, that stack's going to win the game. That, that stack, I think Mahomes-Kelsey is going to have a huge game. 
and um, and uh, the Houdinis are going to be one and two. Yeah, uh, with uh, McCaffrey at uh, thirty-five, I'll I'll take that every week. <laughs> Surprisingly mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. you know, you like, don't have a choice. You don't really have a choice. <laughs> He's like, give it if to you. you get thirty-five or, or sixty, I'll take the thirty-five. Yeah. Um. So, I think we're on. I don't think anything's changed since last night uh, with the projection. I like my matchups are fairly good. Uh, the only thing that makes me nervous is that I'm heavily projected over him. <laughs> that normally doesn't turn out well for me. Uh, but yeah, I'm, of course I'm taking myself. Right, I'm, t- I'm taking Levi here, but man, this is probably the best matchup of the week. You know, ideally with the players and their matchups. But I think we're a decision Levi's going to have to make is Puka Nakua. And he doesn't play until Monday night. So he's going to have to make that decision well before. And there's thoughts that he might may not play. So that could be a huge loss for Levi. And I think if he doesn't end up playing Puka, Puka Nakua, at this matchup, I think it starts leaning more towards Derek. But well, I'd be interested to see how that all shakes out and what uh, Levi's final lineup looks like. But I'll take Levi here. All right. Very good. And the last matchup is going to feature Farewell to Hope. John sitting at 2-0 versus the 0-2 Victoria's Secret. This is going to be a pivotal matchup because going you don't want to really go 0-3, although, I mean, you can still climb out of that. But um, All right, so looking at the matchup, John gets seven points, a measly seven points from Darren Waller, who, by the way, he projected to be a tight end number one on the season. Good luck with that, Johnny. And uh, George Kittle gets 25. Three. I don't know. George Kittle gets 25, so a good start for Amanda. But the problem I'm having with Amanda's lineup is she's got Joe Burrow in there, and I don't know that he's going to play. And if he doesn't, who does she got on the bench? Desmond Ritter. I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. Brees Hall is in her lineup, which, yeah, you got to because she's lost Nick Chubb, but, you know, he only had one point last week. So how's he going to do? And on John's side – Anthony Richardson still in his lineup. He's going to move uh, Mac Jones up there. I'm not a big fan of that either, but uh, I do like done. I do like the Allen uh, Josh Allen Dick stack, of course. Um, and so I'm going to take this is going to be the crappiest game of the week. This is going to be the an ugly fest, and John's going to get lucky and win an ugly under 200 point game. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I I would have went. I'm going with John here. Uh, unfortunately, of the Although if Burrow was playing, I would pick Amanda. I uh, I think she has enough to get there against John. Um, like his running backs are. Uh, I don't know if they'll perform well this week. Uh, like Moster's probably okay, but I'm not. I'm a little iffy on the other two. Uh, yeah, but like I, I think he's still just because Burrow's out, you take John. He's he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get that two hundred points. Oh, it's a good start for Amanda with Kittle twenty five. Yeah, I'm definitely taking myself here. Uh, Brad was trying to move on to the next matchup. No, I was actually gonna let me chime in here because I'm in. I keep forgetting this. John, you're four and two all time against Amanda. Derek's five and one all time against Levi, and Rob's four and three against Lance. So I've, I've, I failed to mention those. Carry on. Good fail. I know. Uh, I feel like. Let's discuss my matter. We're leaving out Josh Allen, Joshy Poo, and <laughs> Stefan Diggs. I didn't. Like, I said it. And CD Lamb. 
Michael Pittman's been good. Yeah, Darren Waller. Raheem Mostert has been, I think he's the number four <laughs> running back in the league. What the heck? Like, no, no shot at Amanda, but I feel like my team's pretty good. I feel like this is the worst matchup of the, like, like I'm limping into this game. You know, I think uh, the guy in first needs a little more respect than that. But it does make me a little nervous. You know, George Kittle going off for 25, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. But outside of that, you know, with Joe Burrow, like I said before, him being questionable, even if he does play, I mean, he, he's shown that he can give it to T. Higgins. That, it's a little nerve-wracking, but I have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, so I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm just going to say that John having Mostert, and I had him last year, and I got so much crap for that, having Mostert. And then John gets him, and everything's hunky-dory. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> well, <it's> and, like, <laughs> you know, they just crapped on my team. <laughs> and Amanda, don't worry, you know, it's been rough, and Burl will come back, and he's next year. <laughs> but at least, at least you're not getting two opens in a week and back yeah. back weeks. No, you're not done at zero three. Calling the zero three now. Just stay stay away yeah, from the whoopings. Looking ahead, right I'm now, feeling, looking ahead. I mean, I'm going to my matchup, but I think I'm going to win. Do you think you're going to lose? Oh, I don't think I'm going to lose. Are you going to lose, Levi? No. <laughs> But you're, not, you, but you're talking. You're just cocky about it. You're just talking what? about Amanda being 0-3. <laughs> just, yeah. Go, like, back, like go back to the tape and go read his jump breakdowns of your matchups and tell me how many different. I'm just saying. Like, Brad's a phoenix who's rising from the ashes. <laughs> I said I, I, I get nervous when I'm projected high. You say that Amanda's already 0-3. Well, I think you say that. It's like when Jeff said, I hope everybody catches a fish. It's like a karmatic thing. Like... Who knows what Jeff talks yeah, about? I, don't I hope everybody catches a fish. Well, yeah. <laughs> he said a fishing tournament, so he can catch a fish. I feel like you're maybe a little bit of that. <laughs> like, I'm nervous about my high projection. Like, what? That means it should do good. All right. But I get it. All our picks will be wrong. Moving on. Correct. Are you getting too old for fantasy football? Are you out of touch with football today and tired of getting your butt kicked? How about a trendy new game for the elderly community, Fantasy Bingo? That's right. One of America's favorite pastimes has now built a significant fan base, and 2023 will be the first annual Bingo Fantasy League. Don't think you'd be interested? Think again. This year's star-studded lineup includes last year's champion, Chad Stittler, the maven of coverall bingo, and Esther Hannington, the 93-year-old five-time champion. Slots are filling up fast, so get in the draft room and get ready for a chain-smoking good time. First 20 entrants, get a free pack of Pall Mall cigarettes, a case of Mountain Dew, and a deck of Old Maid card game. Must be 80 or older to enter. Please, no CODs. Visit GoBingo.com and sign up or visit your local bingo hall for entry rules and details. All right. Uh, moving on to Sawyer's grab bag. Um, I'm back, by the way. Um, Woo! <laughs> we're moving on. I want to talk about Short Wars. I know last time I talked about the FNAF movie. Uh, anyways, for anyone that knows about, uh, Riggy the Rabbit Monkey down in Kyle's Drawings, um, if anyone knows what Short War is, is, uh, 
Well, let's just say Clone Reggie's back. And what Short Wars is, is basically when all of these other short creators uh, collab, do a really big collab, and they had to fight against their clones. Um, which there was a really big connection um, between uh, between Royal Pear and his um, his clown. Uh, they had they're like friends, but I guess their boss, which is still un- unknown. Uh, he attached something to Royal Pear's clone, and uh, it uh Royal Pear went to the clone machine where or Royal Pear's clone went to the clone machine, and where all the clones were made, and he took like the thing that their boss, the clone's boss, put on their head or his head, and he went. He blew up the clone machine, which I I think took well what I thought took down the boss until I heard that Shirt Wars season two was coming. And I also want to talk about some more stuff, but Johnny over here set a timer for me, so I'm on time limit. Uh, 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 shush, shush. Um. Anyways. The FNAF, we did get a new trailer for that, and I'm still wondering if we're gonna see the, uh, if we're gonna see William Afton getting springlocked. Um, so, what it looks like is, oh yeah, uh, if y'all, like, pay attention for anything I said last time, Matthew Lillard's gonna be in it, and uh, there's uh, so if you search up like uh, references to Matthew Lillard and the FNAF tra- movie trailer, and from Scream, there's one reference, but I really don't want to talk about that, especially since I have a minute left. Um, you have two. <laughs> Alright. Anyways. Um So that that's a reference and the fans are still trying to find out if if it's Spring Bonnie or Spring Trap. Which I'm thinking it's Spring Trap because um because it's broken, and if you look it up, Springtrap from FNAF. That's good. No, tell me about the spring. What is uh, Springtrap? It's you'll see that it's a rotted spring body. It's green, uh, and you can see the flesh from the uh, what what is it called? I mean, like springlock. The springlock incident. Um. Anyways, uh, um, people are saying it's Spring Bonnie because the suit's yellow, but uh, F- uh, Fusion Z 
8-Bit Ryan. Uh, I don't know if Markiplier, but... Uh, Raz Bowski, um, Fusion Z, and Corey X Kenjin, which are huge, huge, uh, people that played the game. So is Markiplier. Markiplier is basically what got the game popular, and so did all the other creators. Five seconds left. <laughs> When's it come out? Uh, October 27th. Are you gonna be there? Uh, I might. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, you will be, because I'm going to <laughs> Guarantee it. Alright. Alright, everybody. We're jumping into the mailbag real quick. Just got a few questions uh, from our uh, main guy, Kyle, Dr. Teeth. Uh, but first, we're going to... Our special guest here, I'm going to ask him a quick question, see what he thought. Uh, who would you rather fight? One of the animatronics from Five Nights at Freddy or one of the Ninja Turtles? Ooh. That's a good question. Um, probably the Ninja Turtles, uh, because uh, I would have an easier chance of uh, calling a truce than the animatronics. The animatronics they would just keep attacking me. Um, because the animatronics, their their souls trapped in, or their kids' souls trapped inside of animatronics. And if they want revenge, they're probably not going to listen to me calling a truce. They're probably going to try to attack me, which the Ninja Turtles most likely would probably accept it. <laughs> I think that's one of the most sophisticated answers. Yeah, like, nicely done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to lose both, but you found a way to win. Nice job. All right, um, Kyle wrote in. Would you rather know when you were going to die or how it happens? Mm. Lisa? Uh, probably how it happens. Because that then, like, time becomes, like, measurable. Yeah, I think like, I agree with there, yeah. Yeah, because then you have it, you know what the finite amount of time. So I'd, I'd rather just know how it happens. And then I just try to avoid it. I know I can, but I will. Yeah, I probably yeah. agree with you, too, Levi. Yeah, that was... Maybe just uh, wonder the severity of each one. If I can know that beforehand, maybe that would change it. But probably how. I don't really care. No, Brad doesn't care. <laughs> All, right, All right, next question. Next question. Thanks uh, there, Sawyer. Uh, if someone told you Lance had an OnlyFans or Patreon page, what would you guess he was doing for money? <laughs> and and um, would you pay? OnlyFans. For Lance. Well. Uh, feet. Feet. And I, I, I guess you know I'd see how it was. You know, I'd be curious. A foot, a foot fetish. Yeah, I could see, fair. I could see that. Yeah. I feel uh, like you would be. Go ahead. Well, Lance is kind of bootylicious. He, he, he might be. <laughs> he might be. He might be trying to show what? off that booty on OnlyFans. Well. That just took the weirdest turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was gonna be some more like like this old house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just show me like how to do some woodwork. He is a electrician. Like, yeah. Be doing yeah. Electrician work. Like, yeah. Like, yeah show him some crack. No. Well, I guess yeah. we all know Brad's answer. Whether yeah. Or not would pay for it. Or yeah. Not. Uh, would you pay for it, Levi? For the booty delicious? <laughs> no. <laughs> if he had a page. If he had a page. I, you know, I, I blindly I'll support Lance and whatever he does. My body's too well, bootylicious so for you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
right. Here's a good one. These these okay. two are my favorite ones. One of, some of the favorite that he ever sent in. If you had to fight everyone in the league in a gauntlet, back to back in order of current standings, how far do you think you would get? Well, I don't know how to answer this mm-hmm. one. So, so standings. It has to be one of you. So you'd have to fight Amanda first. Oh, so it's set up in the standings. Yeah. So you'd have to fight Amanda, then Brad, Jason, and then Joe, Derek, Jeff, Lance. Rob um, and me. How far do you go up that ladder? The ooh. more combat style. Uh, probably Joey. I think I could get to Joey. Think you can get to Joey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I think I could get to Rob. Levi, are you saying you think you think you can beat him? Or? That's where I'd stop. I think your dad would would beat me up. Yeah, probably because <laughs> he goes to the gym more than you. He does exercise a lot more. Yeah. I feel like when Brad got to Rob, it's weird that Brad stopped there because there's only one more person <laughs> that <laughs> there wouldn't be a fight right there. Like, I don't know, would it be some weird 1980s romantic comedy, you know, where they're like crying out in the rain or something and neither one of them could strike the other? Um, <laughs> John, what was the thingy again? If you had to fight. Everybody in the standings in reverse order. How far do you think you get? So, I I might get to Levi. I don't know. So you think you can beat up Amanda, Brad, and Jason before you get to me? Ooh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Really, I never seen Jason, but I've seen Brad. I might have a chance with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said that sitting right next to you. Not uh, a care in the world. Uh, I might. I also might have a chance with a man on. I feel like there was someone before Jason. I will say this: if Lance and Jeff teamed up, they may go eight and zero. Yeah, I'd, I'd be knocked out. I'm gonna say I, I think I wrestled or fought half the people in this league and. I think I can make it pretty far. <laughs> you, you think you can make it to the last person? I doubt I think, it. I, I think Derek and then Jeff would be your hardest points. Like, them yeah. back-to-back would yeah. be. Like, if you had them spaced out, maybe the... I mean, I, Rob's probably going to... Rob, then all Rob. I have to do is run around in a circle around Rob and he'll twist his ankle. Yeah, you are. He's going to tear you into tiny little pieces. Rob knows about the ding-dang. But apparently, uh, I left out, it would be uh, prison rules, by the way. Prison rules. So, anything oh, wow. goes. How far? I, I want. All right, next I've question. I've been to jail. Uh, that's, the only que- that's the last question that Dang. I got. Anybody got any more questions? Uh, I'll think of one. Okay. I do. Rob, when are you going to get your crap together on the pick'em and send it out before Thursday before everybody has an advantage on what they're going to pick? Instead of sending it out on Saturday or Sunday or Monday. Is it an advantage if everybody has it? Well, my picks are already in, yeah. Alright, I think I have two questions, but one of them is specifically for Derek. Can't answer. Well, we can't answer for Derek. Well, uh, we'll answer for him. Okay. Um, How about that? No, we can. I, I mean, just ask he, the question, he, Derek. We can answer. All for right. Him. We know him pretty well. 
Um, when are you gonna get my 3D Nightmare Freddy together? Would he wear a dress? Yeah, he would. He would wear a dress. <laughs> no, I didn't ask that question. I thought that's what you said. I said, uh, I said, when are you gonna get my? Would he wear a dress? Three, uh, yes. No, I said when. No, no. Just listen. Okay. And if I can, if he hears this, I can just tell him the answer, or he can tell or me the answer. What he made. He would wear a dress. No, John. What? When? What is when is he gonna get my FNAF Nightmare Freddy uh, that he three D printed for me finished? Well, uh, we'll have to. They'll have to listen to the podcast first. Yeah. Rob, Joey has a question for you. And Sawyer uh, has a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Y'all can text each other and sort that out. Uh, well, anyways, I have a question for, uh, I have like an, uh, I have multiple would you rathers, actually. Uh, but I'm gonna think, <laughs> I'm gonna think of, um, along the way, but, uh, uh, first of all, would you rather fight one of the nightmare animatronics, or would you rather fight Superfly from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mayhem? I don't know either. I don't want to fight any, any of them, really. But if you had to choose one, like, you had to. Well, go one. Fight I'll one. take Superfly. Okay. But uh, if you watch the movie, he turns into this really big guy. Don't spoil alert the movie. We got everybody younger. Give me Jimmy Snooker. Uh, Superfly, what? Jimmy Snooker. Mm-hmm. All right, anyways. Neither would you rather. Would you rather have. That's what you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a snake? Slither down your throat, or instead of a thousand pounds of spiders, spiders go in your mouth a night. Ten million spiders a pound, uh, pound. Ten million pounds of spiders go in your mouth a night. What mm. would kill me, right? Yeah. Wonder if Rob ever asked that question. But, <laughs> what, no, really, answer it. Answer it. Yeah. The, the, the spiders. 100%. Okay. I hate snakes. Yeah, I don't All like right. snakes either. All right, good All stuff. Right. All right, that, that'll do it. Anybody got any questions football related? Um, no, but I am more would you rather. <laughs> put a pin in that for now. All right, uh, that'll do it for the mailbag. All right, chaos fantasy dorks. It's already week three of the NFL season. And if you're 2-0, so what? And if you're 0-2, who cares? Plenty of time to fall from grace or rise like a phoenix out of the ashes like Black Sunday will do. Sawyer dropped some serious knowledge about FNAF and the short wars, and Joey shared his displeasure with the commissioner about not sending the pickums out in time. Does Rob care? We will see. But in the meantime... Set your lineup, put a helmet on, and always remember, nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.